course, of course. <laughs> Alright, let's get in let's get into it. Let's get into it. Right. What's up y'all? It's your host, Sensei NK. And I'm back again oh with God. another episode. And I'm not with my co-host, but I'm with <laughs> CJ, man. CJ man, back fam's finest. On God, on God, on God. Finest, How you doing, my boy? Yeah. How you doing? Good, man. How you been? I've been chilling, bro. I've been chilling, bro. This school shit is revving back <laughs> up, so yeah. Yeah. A lot of shit like that. But uh, meh. We living. We living. We, we living. living. Man. On God. Barely, on it's God. negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. The walk over here was fucking terrible. It was so <laughs> bad, bro. But meh. It is what it is, bro. It is what it is. All of school until college, the only thing you're learning is habits. Facts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the biggest fact I've heard in a minute. Yeah, you're not there. The biggest to, fact of the year so far. Literally. It's, you're in Facts. school to learn how to like sit down and actually read yeah. or sit down and study something for like four hours in a day. Man. Just straight without wanting to check your phone and do this mm-hmm. and do that and do this and that. Being able to separate yourself from that instant gratification is the thing that school is mainly about, right? right? right. Yeah. I also think, like, cheating yourself is always going to come back a full circle. I'm a, I'm a big haver, and I'm a big believer in karma, and it's like, man, whatever you put out there, and eventually it might not come, it's going to come back. You know what I mean? It's not, it might not hit you in the moment, but mm-hmm. whatever it is, bro, it's going to come back to you, bro, I promise. Wait, what do you mean by that? I just mean, like, do you have like any like exact points where mm-hmm. where that's happened or you've seen it? Yeah, it's happened to a couple, you know, buddies of mine. Well, I don't want to explain. Yeah, that's fair. But, that's but, fair. But, like, <laughs> but like, just for instance, like man, like you said, man, if I was cheating myself and you know cheating on the homework, cheating in, you know, a, a scrimmage or a game, and I was cheating in this, uh, eventually one day I'm gonna just start cheating everything. Like my brother was like, "Oh, can you do this for me?" I'm gonna try to find somebody else to do that for you. Or I'm gonna try to, you know, find a shortcut and mm-hmm. other ways to do to get stuff done instead of just putting the work in just do the hard, like you know, the hard way. And I remember growing up, one of my younger teams, we always just shoot free throws at the end of practice. Like coach would be like, "Man, everybody make ten before you get out of here." Mm-hmm. Couple of sometimes, a couple of us would make like five, six, seven, and we just be like, "Man, we done, man." Our <laughs> coach would be like, "Make ten in a row," and we all we only hit like seven, six in a row. Mm-hmm. Then we get fast forward that season. I still remember this to this day of like, this day. <laughs> man, we in the playoffs. I'm hot, man. I, I was one of my, bro, I will never forget this game. We was down, yada, yada, yada. Came back in it. We thinking we good. Free throws come up, man. We up two in the game. It's like a minute, 20 seconds left in the game. We up like, I think, what, four, three, four, three points? Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? So we thinking just play keep away. We're going to make the free throws. It's no shot clock. Like, we're going to make the free throws. It's going to be game over. Man, we all start getting up there choking. Really? Okay. Uh, I'm talking ultimate jump, choke job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we was at the one-on-ones. It was, we was missing, short. Like, it was just like. And then I thought back on it after we lost. We fast forward. We lost the game in overtime. And I just thought back like, bro, we cheated ourselves. Like, mm. fast, coach was just telling us just the simplest, like, make 10 in a row. You know what I'm saying? Big Ten. That's all you got to do. And I feel like we kind of shortcut ourselves, and that came back to bite us. But I just think that's a good example for everything in life. It's like if I'm do- if I'm doing two-fourths of the homework, three-fourths of the homework, that's still not completing the job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's job not, not done. Yeah, job Job's not done. You know exactly. What I mean? So that's just everything in life, man. Just don't cheat. Don't, don't. 
And I had to learn that stuff the hard way too, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of yourself as the athlete, um, yeah. what sport do you think you mm. matters most to you? The, uh, matters most? It's crazy because I think I'm a, I'm a better football player, but I love basketball. How How come? I just love the game of basketball, bro. I just love everything about it. And I think growing up, it was the competitiveness. You know what I mean? Like, football is ultimate team sport. Like, you got to have everybody moving. But in basketball, it's like, if I got a situation with you, bro, in basketball, me and you can go at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like how we watched, you know, I love football, and we just watched the Bills and the Chiefs play. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, those are two great quarterbacks. But it's never like those quarterbacks playing, throwing against each other. Mm-hmm. Like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady never had to, you know what I'm saying? Line up. Yeah, other, exactly. Whereas in basketball, it's like, man. You'll have I'm to see me. You. You'll have to see me eventually. <laughs> you got to see me. Yeah, exactly. Duck. So that's why I just think basketball and then just that, that, that part of it is why it's so competitive to me and I love it. And then just um, football is just something that I, I think comes naturally to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that yeah. comes, it's, it's just like the game itself and then building the relationships in football too. I think I'm good with that. And just, so. I feel that. Which one do you think is the like, the more, it takes more talents? Because I've been uh, talking to a lot of people, right? Yeah. And I feel like basketball players are more talented, oh, but fact. football players are more athletic. Fact. Fact. I think it's that simple, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to think in the NBA, it's only like, what, 350 jobs, 350 jobs, really. And okay. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> you going up against 350 like top players in the world mm-hmm. that can dribble like and now with the evolution of today's game, bro, like we got seven footers, handle, shoot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pass. And we're not even talking about KD. We're not, talking about- not even KD, just like normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Like it's crazy and it's so hard to get there. And I feel like football. There's so many chances just because it's always about, you know, the opportunity you get. And um, I think, like, it's it's more it's more of a – it's more of a – it's a shorter career for sure, I think football is. Okay. But it's like you, you can have a chance. You can have a shot, especially if someone goes down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I'm waiting on – I'm waiting just to get signed. Mm-hmm. If someone goes down, I get a call from a team. I can come. You know what I mean? Like – even college players, it's like, okay, I'm going in the draft. It's seven rounds. I think six or seven rounds. Six, six or se- six rounds, I think, in the mm-hmm. NFL. And it's like, NBA got two rounds, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You that's know what fair. I mean? It's like, there's a limited spots. And then if you even narrow it down to your position, it's like, bro, if you want to play in the NBA, let's say for me, I'm a point guard. Bro, one night you might have Dane. Next night you might have Steph. Next night you might have Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Next night you might have John Morant. Trey you Young. Luca. Luca next you game. Trey. You know what I'm saying? Donovan <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, you can just keep Chris Paul. Like, you can just keep going. It's like, bro, it's really it's really hard to do mm-hmm. that, bro. Mm-hmm. But I like how basketball is growing, too. Okay. okay. Like I feel that. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How so, big it's getting everywhere else. Uh-huh. See, I feel like with basketball, every single player – has to do every single thing. And that's the complete opposite with football, where it's like you can, like, specialize extremely at one sport. But then again, oh, my God, I've (laughs) watching, because, like, I never watched football for, like, the longest, except for, like, the last, let's say, 
three, four weeks. That's when mm-hmm. I started watching football. Really? And actually, like, <laughs> analyzing it, the same way I analyze, like, like let's say for basketball, like the like a pro move or shit like yeah. that, it's mind-boggling how, like, OD, some of the, just, like, the simplest, just one-two for a wide receiver. Yeah. And then even as you move it on to other positions, like, uh, let's say uh, an O-line, mm-hmm. right? The simple way that they stand changes. It's <laughs> yeah. just simple things like that changes. And I thought everybody but wide receivers, cornerbacks, safeties, and quarterbacks are the only talented people in the <laughs> league, respectfully. <laughs> but then watching a motherfucker like Aaron Donald move, Crazy. it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. This grown man is moving another grown man when that other grown man doesn't want to move. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's just ridiculous. That is, man. That's crazy. But no, like, yeah, you gotta have skill in that too. Exactly. You know I mean? you gotta exactly. Be able to move. You gotta be able to get low. And that's what we, me and my buddies uh, from basketball were talking about. It was like, who do you think in the NFL or in the NBA could play in the NFL? And we we're just like, man, the dudes in the NBA, they'll get snapped. They get killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, their body is not strong, not strong enough to get hit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was just funny, man. I just think, I mean, both both are just, t- to be a pro athlete, period. It's bro. ridiculous. ridiculous <laughs> I don't want to hear it, man. I don't care what it is. Pro athlete. Wait, can you dunk? Yeah. Okay, you're like 5'10", yeah. right? 5'10", I never realized how much juice some, some NFL <laughs> players really have. Odell! Yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah. on YouTube, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Windmill for no reason. Just shit, bro, shit like that. Bro, the body control. Like, first, receivers, bro. The footwork. Everything, bro, in a lot of sports, I'm not going to lie to you, it's about your footwork. Okay. You know what I mean? It's about your footwork. But football players, it's about the footwork and just having the speed, the agility, the strength. You know what I mean? So athleticism, football players. Mm. Wait. But then again, on the on the other side, I don't think of any football players could play in the league. In the NBA because of the skill. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, I mean, honestly, bro, I'm not going to hold you. The NBA is kind of it's simple, but it's really hard to do with the simple things. Mm-hmm. Like, Being able to shoot a basketball is hard. That is. Exactly. Exactly. That's the way the league is going right now. On God, on God, on God. That's the way the league's trending, man. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Are the workouts harder in uh, ba- oh, football than basketball? In uh, football? Yeah. Football on your body, yes. How I so? Think, I think. Um, just getting in a low stance for a longer period of time. Even the lifts? Lifts, bro. All that stuff I think is harder, but I think basketball is more mental. Okay. Mentally challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of, uh, you know, how, how, how you got to have that, that mind control. You know what I mean? Like, you look, for instance, look at James Harden. You look at some guys that don't look the most athletic. Man, Luka. these are years. Yeah. <laughs> CP3, mm-hmm. like, he's been doing it for years now. It's like, bro. The mind control, the skill level, you know what I mean? You got to be disciplined in, like, how you get people to bite on a certain move, you know? And that takes a lot of work, a lot of skill. Mm-hmm. Whereas football, I feel like it's just trying to get the biggest and strongest, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. fastest you could possibly be. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you learn it, how to, the basics of how to right, get the right footwork down. But it's really, bro. One of my homeboys, one of my homeboys, he didn't play a game of football yeah. all the way till college. But he was one of the slowest <laughs> niggas 
I've ever met. Yeah. <laughs> and then he went out to North Dakota and just fired and just, just kill it, bro. I was like, how did you natural. make the team? Natural, bro. <laughs> I'm natural. telling you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. And I think to me, bro, those are the best players, bro. It's like when it comes naturally to you. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's that's how you know it's meant for you. Mm-hmm. Nobody forced that to come up. Like you know, that mm-hmm. came naturally to you. God gave you that, and you liked it. You liked the sport, and then you know, mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to go about it. Uh, just a little side caveat: Who's the best wide receiver? Oh, in the is, league right now. Yeah, is it Adams? Bro, everyone forgets. Bro, it's Cooper Cup right now. Why? He triple crown winner. He he been he's been. Bro, is he like, getting I, me personally, bro? Coming in, I was like, it's Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying that throughout the season. But then when I'm looking at Cooper Cup put up those numbers, bro, with Matt Stafford, I'm like, bro, this dude's kind of dirty. The way he gets open, and it's not even like the talent perspective, because as a talent, I think uh, he does have better. Okay, but okay. From here, how he gets open. Cooper Cup. So he has like what better route running? Is that route what it running? Is? Not, not route running because the Adams is crazy route running, but <laughs> how to get open? Okay. And how to and the scheme he's into helps him. Oh, okay. He's so smart with his scheming, like where he lines up on the field, how he runs the route, how he manipulates, how the scheme is set up for him to be open, all benefits him. Like OBJ's been doing his thing. Don't hear me wrong over there, but see, I feel like the here. thing the thing with OBJ is. He's the reason why he's eating so much is he's not the first option, not the yeah, second option. He's yeah. like the third, fourth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you're putting your third or fourth best yeah. quarter on OBJ, yeah, he's <laughs> gonna kill you. He's just gonna Fact. kill you. Fact. That Fact. right there is how I knew they're gonna beat Brady. Mm-hmm. Realistically, yeah. <laughs> and they still. Hey, I don't know what it is with Tom, bro. He just get in them situations where God is just like, yo. I, don't I want this man to get a just, chance to win the game. Bro, they're, they're cheating. It's cheating, bro. I'm not hearing it. The niggas like, are cheating, bro. They said the NFL was rigged. Had they won that game, man. I'm not going to yeah. lie. That was a game. Yeah. That was yeah. a game, bro. On God, on God. Oh, quick. I like Adams, though. I like Dr. Adams a lot. I just think you can't. The dude, Cooper Cup put up the most yards in NFL history. Really? This season, bro. Oh, it's wow. Crazy. Yeah, I know. No one thinks of it like that, but he is. And you know what I mean? It's just I got him one, Adams two. Wow, okay, okay. Bad, bad, bad. Maybe one A, one B, but let's see. I feel that, I feel that, I feel that. Uh, you know, before we get back into the episode, <laughs> the Cowboys suck. The Cowboys <laughs> fucking suck. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, my God. Because in theory, they should be tough they as should. hell. Bro, they should they, be bro, tough. Bro, they should be, and they were, one of the most <laughs> explosive offenses, bro. But when that time came, they just never come they through. Just jokes, they bro. just jokes, bro. Don't come through, I, man. And I don't even, I don't even know why. I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with them. It might be a curse. I don't know. Just like the Vikes, man. Oh my god. It might be a curse, bro. I don't know. It is what it is. I, I, me personally, I don't like these. Th- okay, I, I used to like the Cowboys, but then. Their fan base, bro. That's what really pissed me off. Like, that's why I don't like the Packers. This is what people understand. I gotta, I gotta get this off the chest, man. It's not that I don't like the players on the Packers, cause I love Rodgers as a player. He's a dickhead, but as a, <laughs> he's, a, he's a dickhead. But as a player, he, the talent, he's I, tough. It's tough. I rock with him. I rock with Devontae Adams, man. I'm saying I rock with Alexander DB. I rock with a lot of players on that team. What I don't like is the Packer fans. 
When they in Minnesota, just eating, bro. Invaded our territory, our space like that. I'm like, bro, what? You should have saw. Remember the at the U of M game, the Wisconsin versus U of M when they came. Eat it, bro. They're in green. Green? They pull them in green. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) What is a college game? This is a college football game. What the fuck is you Why doing? Why are you here with the cheese? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's for Sundays. Oh, God. <laughs> Saturdays. But that's what it is. It's the fans. So now it's like, y'all have y'all went through all that in the offseason with Rodgers. Just to come back and lose in the first, you know, in y'all first game back. I, I, it was it was so sweet for me, man. I called everybody up like, "Yo, what happened? What happened?" See, <laughs> you know yeah, I saw the writing on the wall when they only had a like he only, he wasn't even scoring like that. Yeah, so I started yeah. calling my homeboys from Wisconsin, like, "Hey, yo, turn the TV on, bro. Just turn just it turn on. It just on. turn it on." The Niners, man. I'll Niners. call you in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey, man, I was scared because I, I told you I bet on that game. Mm. I bet a lot of money on that game, and then I lost it back with the Bills, but it is what it is. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Um, now's a segue. Okay, this is a question I've been thinking of lately. My homeboy asked me, okay, if you wake up in the morning, do you care if you're happy? Do I care? Yeah. Is that like a priority? I got to be happy if I'm alive. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's my initial instinct. God damn, I got another day. But uh, do I have to be happy? I think you should be. I feel like you should be obligated to be, bro. A lot of people got it worse than you if you're waking up. What do you mean by that? You got another opportunity. You got another chance at the day. No matter what happened, the fact that you had an opportunity, it's a blessing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think you should wake up angry. <laughs> like, damn, God, you woke me up again today. <laughs> okay, I feel, like, I feel. Damn, I'm, I'm, ah. Uh. I'm mad, like, ugh, I'm going throughout the day angry. You know, of course we human. Some days are going to be worse than others when we wake up like, damn, I got to go to work. Like, damn, I got to do this. But when you look at it from a, the perspective I look at it in, it's like. The fact that I'm awake, it's ridiculous. It's like, I got to, yeah. I got to You know what I mean? Some days are going to be worse than others, but. I, I'm the fact that I'm here, man. I gotta just take it for what it is, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Life's mm-hmm. too short. So many people, been, you know. And that's what I think. I took a different perspective on perspective on that. Once Chadwick Boseman died, and then once Kobe died, bro. Those two people, like 2020, bro. That year, I still like. I'm that's the year I'm never gonna forget. Bro, I still. Once they died, I was like, man, I I gotta be grateful. Oh God, I thought motherfuckers was just joking when yeah. when Kobe died. Oh my God, you know how the internet is too. Joking, yeah. just doing jokes, bro. <laughs> just be torn people. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, that was that was some stuff. That stuff is even still hard for me to talk about, bro. Mm-hmm. That was. Cole was one of the reasons why I even got into sports. Bro, I'm telling you. Cole's the reason why I try to be great. That's Bro. really what it is. <laughs> man, man, I can't, like, and just not even, like, the reason why I think Kobe is so great, too, it's not even just being a basketball, being a basketball player. It's the fact that he wanted excellence. Like, everyone could take that in their mm-hmm. life. No matter mm-hmm. what it is. It's, it's the like, little things. Little yes, things, exactly. Like, discipline. And he just, he said it. So there's so many quotes about it. He just said everyone could be a master at their craft. Mm-hmm. He just brought mm-hmm. the, the focus and the time you put into it. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. See, I feel like um, what we were saying about uh, earlier about taking everything, trying to be perfect yeah. at every single thing you do. I feel that's like an epiphany, the epiphany of yep. what Kobe Bryant stood for, right? Yep. 
trying to actually be the best at everything. And it's crazy what good things come when you put your best foot forward Fact. towards towards trying to do things in life. It is. <laughs> it is. It really is, bro. Because there's so many things you want to do, you know, and you kind of just, you can overthink it or you can just get to it and just try to be the best at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I used to have buddies, you know, when we was just younger, talk about, like, what team we made and, like, Man, I'm on this team, or I'm on this level, and it's like you just get looked at as like you were like than. like in like high school sports yeah. type things. Oh, yeah, okay. high school sports and just younger when you're younger, and it's like Kobe just said it. He was like, wherever you're at, just dominate it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're trying to do, just be great at it. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and I just took that with me. But I don't think a lot of people get that mentality. I don't think they understand exactly what he's saying. He's saying it don't matter what you're doing, where are you at, try to dominate. Do you feel like you're different than most people? Me? Yeah, for sure. How so? My mentality. My mentality and, and how I, uh, you know, how, can, how, how I adapt to things. That's the greatest aspect. What is one of the things you've adapted to? Wherever I'm at. I could be in a room full of 50-year-old white men and I'm going to be fine. Mm, okay. I'm gonna be, I could be in a room full of, you know what I'm saying, all, young, all Hispanic people, I'm going to be fine. I could be in a room full of all black people, mm-hmm. I'm going to be fine. You know what I mean? I can adapt to my environment. And I think that's the biggest thing in uh, this world is being able to adapt and then being able to build relationships. I think I'm good at building relationships, you know. Um, I wasn't always like that, but once once that side came out of me, I was like, man, I, I think that's what it was all about. Because mm. you don't really know who's going to be, you know, See, and a part... <laughs> yeah, I feel that. See, a part of that that I always try and, like, um, notice in myself when I am trying to adapt is not losing myself inside right. that Don't own try world. To, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So at yeah. what point do you feel yourself slipping and, like, trying to be something that you're not then? It's a moment. There's a, there's a couple moments for me where I find myself trying to fit into a different crowd. How I so? Mean, freshman year of high school, you coming in, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of different ways you can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, public school. I was at Washburn High School. Everybody know Washburn, one of the most diverse schools. Uh, Y'all motherfuckers need an ass whooping. Why does yeah. that school smell like that, bro? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. The burn went bad. It, it got it got down bad. That's my old school. I got a lot of them, but hey, they gotta fix that. But uh, <laughs> wait, could you explain about that? Explain, explain yeah, that. It was never. Be- it, it wasn't the burn. What it is now was not always like that. Cause for everyone that went to Washburn High School, the 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 it it fell off in what year was my fr- around my freshman and sophomore year. So like, I graduated in twenty nineteen. So twenty what like sixteen seventeen. Mm-hmm. That was when it fell. That was our last good year. Okay. Twenty seventeen okay. was our last like. Because uh. <laughs> so, one thing, the reason why I want to like really dive deep into that because I yeah. feel like especially coming here, a lot of people don't understand the key concept that different schools get different. Um, it's it's different yeah. in their culture. Yes. It's different in their funding. Yep. It's different in how they teach. Yep. So <laughs> people don't even realize the separation right. when everybody's coming in mm-hmm. to a school like this. Right. For me, I was lucky enough to know that it wasn't like that because my eighth grade year I played at the high school. And my sister, I had an older sister who was already there. She'd known all the athletes. She was a track, you know, track runner and all that stuff. So, um, I knew that it wasn't supposed to be like that, but a lot of people didn't. So, like, before I got there, it was a lot more structured, you know what I mean? And it was a lot more fun. The The staff there really, like, held people together. It wasn't like how it is now. 
you know what I mean? There's a lot that goes into it, obviously, money, and our sports teams were good, and people kind of wanted, if you were in South Minneapolis at that time, when I was growing up, you wanted to go to Washburn, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We had top athletes, you know what I'm saying? We had great academics, we had people going on scholarships, places, you know what I mean? It was just a, it was more of a fun environment to be. It was still, you know, obviously at a public school, there's still going to be moments here and there where it's like, you know, a fight might pop out or something might happen, but for the most part, you knew you were good. And then, you know, some people leave the school. I'm not going to name any names because I, I know how this stuff works. But, you know, some people leave the school. Some, and, and it's all about the people. And any, in any situation, any building you're in, it's not the physical facility that makes it great. It's the people that's there. Mm-hmm. And I think the people that left us really hurt. And I think that's where leadership kind of fell off. And, you know, kids started coming in with all types of freedom. And, you know, that just... Once once people start leaving the school and then, you know, your pro your sports programs aren't doing too well and you know there's no reason for it. Yeah. Everything's just slowly starting to go. And then on top of that, you already a pu- city public school is already hard enough to get, you know what I'm saying, kid parents to really wanna you know what I mean to care about to this. Care kids about that, to, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so many different situations and not everyone's coming from a good situation. So how do you take all those people into account? while also trying to build the school as a brand and try to build it up, but it was just hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I just know that if you're there, though, you're going to have some good moments. It's mm-hmm. not all bad. You know what I mean? You're going to grow up. It's mm-hmm. going to be some funny days. It's going to be, you know, and there's going to be some bad days, but it's going to be some good good mm-hmm. days at school. You're going to mm-hmm. learn. And I think um, the the biggest thing for me was, like, race. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's the biggest thing to me. It was, like... Looking back on it, it was when I first got there, before I even got there, it was like, man, we're one of the most diverse schools, but we don't really hang out with, you know what I mean? With other people. Yeah. Well, see, that's other races. Uh, that's that's the thing. Um, I was doing this in my psych class. Even if a school is very diverse, it just gives more incentive for people to segregate themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's kind of how it started growing. The, the more and more I was there, it was more like, yo. You don't mess with them. And especially with the classes, like, no one... I Shout out to my teacher, um, Mr. R. I, forgot, uh, I keep forgetting his last name, man. Anyway, shout out to my teacher who teaches black class at Washburn. Anyone who was there knows what it was, man. My junior year there, started this class called Black Class, man. Um, and he just talked to us about, you know, history, about, you know, what led us to this moment for black people and all that stuff. But he was just talking to us about how we don't, there's some racism that was going on not just at our school, but in general, that we didn't even see. It was like talking about how teachers aren't going to come up to you and say, hey, you should try to get an advanced placement class. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. class yeah, placement, yeah. the, you know what I'm saying, where you, where you get your classes, you know, they don't ask you about, you know, what you're trying to accomplish in high school academically, mm-hmm. you know, what college you're trying to get into. For a lot of black students, they never had that conversation. Mm-hmm, Whereas mm-hmm. a lot of, because of this, the, our history, a lot of, you know, my American fr- or white friends will come in and they already know. They already got a list of what they're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My mom did this. My grandpa did this. Yes. My aunt did this. It's, I'm, I know what I'm trying to yeah, do. Yeah, it's the, it's the minimum. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, yeah, I got to get in the AP class. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, I got mm-hmm. to I gotta get this 4.0. I got to get to this. Where it's like, we don't really got no standard. Our grand, we, Most people that was in that class didn't even, like, really get to we don't know our great grandparents. Yeah, yeah. We don't mm-hmm. know where they went to college. They probably didn't finish college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My, my, it's my, not a thing to not a, go not, to college. Yeah, it's yeah. not a culture. It's not a tradition. 
So it's like, we st- and, and and I'm not blaming nobody there because at the end of the day, I feel like as a person, you got to think about if you want it, you can accomplish it. I oh, yeah, most that. definitely. If you mm-hmm. really want that, you can go do it. But I feel like there could have been more influence like, hey, man, as a freshman coming in, I know you don't know nothing about it, about, you know, what you want to do in four years. But if you try to do this, try to accomplish this, you could be on this path. And I mm-hmm. think there was there should have been more guidance than that. I feel that. I feel that. See, I feel like as, um, especially for black people, yeah. we have to actively not put so much into sports and yep. like not see that as the highest regard instead mm-hmm. of putting and putting education in and of itself so low right. in what makes you a good person <laughs> yeah. or things like that. Yeah. For example, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like we are letting ourselves down when we're not actively putting each other on mm-hmm. two things. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. the the AP class that you're telling uh, mm-hmm. you're just speaking on, actually pushing people right. to go farther in their life. Right. That's the thing that we really need to harp right. on for each other. Exactly. And I, and that's something I feel like I could have done more of in high school too, is because. I knew a lot of the my buddies who were African-American mm. who were just kicking it, lollygagging. But at the same time, I was struggling sometimes, too, in those classes. Mm. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is kind of hard. But shout out to my guy, Flomo, Nathan Flomo. He was one of our uh, buddies in our group. And he was like, man, I need one of y'all in this class for me. Oh, he was in one of those AP? Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, I'm tired of, tired of it. I'm tired of being <laughs> I'm t- I can't here. keep being just me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> like, God, bro. one of y'all. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know who it is, but one of y'all going to take a class. And that actually was when I, I realized, that, realized that towards the end of my high school career. It was mm-hmm. just like, hey, I should probably try to challenge myself. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. You know? That's just one, see. Just if, see what I can do. If you challenge yourself. Oh, for the youngins, because uh, one of a uh, small population and that listens to this yeah. are from the ages of, like, um, 12 to, like, 15. And yeah. that's, like, right before you get into high yeah. school, right? Yeah. Important time. Exactly. Actively set out goals for yourself. Right. Set out yearly goals for yourself. Right. And try this thing where you go and write a letter to yourself and mail it mm-hmm. so you get it in a year. So you see if you're actually doing things with your life and you yep. can actively see the progression. Because yep. I feel like one thing that really hurts people is they see themselves in 10 years instead of six months. Right. And that's really <laughs> right. what's right. holding people back. Because right. when, when you're trying to see so far out, you can't actually see yeah. so far out. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, that's a fact, man. Mm-hmm. That's a fact, man. And I think everyone, you know, that hear this in that range, I just, besides, obviously sports is fun, man. I love sports. Like, I, I can't even see my life without sports. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. man, academics, man, and just whatever your skill set is, I think that's what it is, man. Finding your skill set is the main thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some great people who didn't finish college or finish high school, but they found their skill set. They mm-hmm. knew what they were supposed to do when they was here. And, I think that's what school is ultimately for us to f- figure out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is our skill set? Obviously, you're supposed to learn the basics of, you know, a little bit of your history. Obviously, you know, learn how to count, like little things like that, <laughs> mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. the basics. But ultimately, we're all here to figure out what are you going to do? What is your skill set? And try to master that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone here has a has a skill, has a, you know, has a gift. Exactly, figure exactly. Figure out what that is. Honestly. It's not always going to be sports. And I think we've always fallen into the trap as black people is like, I got to be this great athlete. That's all we really know. That's all we really seen. It was mm-hmm. like, we got to be this great athlete for us to make money, for us to move our mom out of 
the environment we're yeah, in for us yeah. to be successful. It's like, and I was a part of that too. I always thought it's like, man, if I'm not a good basketball player, I'm not a good football player. How will I get paid? Exactly. Always seeing the people with the fits on the gram, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. We're not really thinking like, is there another way to get to that? Mm-hmm. All we think is, man, if we can't do that, I don't know what I'm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, exactly you know and i think that's what goes back to my point about the burn is like we never had no guidance like hey i know you want to be a great basketball player but respectfully this Mm -hmm. even if you don't you're gonna still make a good amount of money if you Mm -hmm. figure out this skill set if you figure out how to get a grade in this class to get to a right college that has a degree for your skill set i was never taught that to me and i think one day i should definitely go back and try to Mm -hmm. you know hopefully people hear this but I should definitely go back and just, you know, try to get that out to the youngins at the at that school, especially being in a public school in Minneapolis. Yeah, most definitely. Um, my high school had me come one of my coaches had me come back to like hoop with the with the youngins, like yeah. sophomores and shit like that. And while we were talking while we were like playing, right, he went and said, after we're done running fives and shit, he said, Uh, you go pick these two kids, y'all shoot around for a bit and talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we ended up talking and I was like, Hey yo, what are you gonna do next year? What is what is your plan? Yeah. He's like, um, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I was like, okay, where are you going to school next year? Yeah. He said, oh, uh, I don't know. I have some, um, yeah, I, I don't know really. Yeah. I'm like, it's December. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> <laughs> it's December. Hey, you gotta think about that. Now. I was like, oh god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and you see the thing, it, bro. It's not a tradition. And that's the thing that was blowing me so much. I was like, bro, you're five seven, bro. Why are you hooping, bro? You should be studying. <laughs> and I feel hey, like man. people really need to actively have those type of conversations with the people yeah. that are around so they yeah. actively doing things. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Instead of just letting time pass. Pass. I feel that for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And mm-hmm. I think it just goes back to the culture of it, man. We don't really think about that, man. Mm-hmm. Even me, when I was young, man, nobody told me I was short basketball. You couldn't tell me I was short basketball. <laughs> I didn't believe that. I was like, bro, I'm grabbing boards. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not that <laughs> short. I'm not that short, bro. Like, I'm good. <laughs> and I was like, damn. I got to my first, uh, I remember <laughs> I remember when I was like, I think I was a freshman. I think it, it might have been eighth grade. We had the seven-footer on our basketball team, uh, Charlie. He used to play at the bird. I was like, man. Man, I'm still the biggest dude. I've seen them. I was like, dude, this dude's kind of big. Yo. In my mind, I'm still like, I never thought that I was short. I kid you not, bro. I mm-hmm. always thought I was average basketball player. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Really? Oh, tell me. I was a little, even when I was legit, just playing, started playing the game. I was diamond, doing all this stuff. And everyone used to be like, yeah, he's a nice guard. Nice little guard. Now, I used to hate people. Little, little guard? Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. I used to watch people on TV. I never thought they were... I didn't even know the height of them. I was just like, oh, yeah, that's a hooper. I never, I never thought, oh, that guy is 6'7". I'm going to be 6'7". No. I was mm, just like, I'm okay. Hooping. I'm hooping. I always used to like the PGs. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Rondo was always a guy I used to like and stuff like that. Chris Paul always. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was always just like, I'm one of them ones. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I always thought, I'm one of them ones. I always used to think that, bro. And then, mm-hmm. it, obviously, reality going to hit you when you get older. Like, damn, I'm not that tall. I'm looking over at these dudes like, yo. But you still couldn't tell me nothing, bro. I just always had that pit bull mentality as a kid. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Wait, so where did you go after Washburn? Washburn? My, okay, so my senior year, 
I, I transferred from Washburn my junior year to Holy Angels. Oh, okay. Just that, being able to adapt, I was telling you mm-hmm. about. So I went from a school where it was like a lot of black people, a bunch of diversity, yada, yada, yada. But I went to Holy Angels, a school predominantly white. Mm-hmm. Play with my brother. I was going to go to Hopkins, honestly, play with my boy Zeke and K-Walt, some of them boys, Andy. Uh, but then that summer, my Andy's like, tough. Oh my God, I remember. Yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah I was with, tough. I was play with them, man. Yeah. It's the first time I'm telling this story out loud. But I was gonna go to Hopkins, man. I was like, we gonna win a state championship. Mm-hmm. We got me, Zeke, Dane, Kerwin. You know, a bunch of those guys over there who's good. And I was like, we're gonna win it. And that whole summer, all I kept saying is, Mom, I'm about to transfer out there. And they were like, All right, we're gonna try to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So I was about to transfer. My brother, he's about to be a freshman. He's like, I'm not going to Washburn. I'm doing my own path. I'm mm-hmm. doing something else. So he was going to the Holy Angels. And I was like, all right, go have fun, do your thing. Mm-hmm. And I dropped him off at, you know, summer league game. The coaches there were like, hey, man. At first it was just a joke. Like, oh, yeah, we'd like to have you. Like, you'd be so good for us. Like, it was a joke. Mm-hmm. And then it got serious. <laughs> Dropping him off. And like, oh, Shit just got serious. <laughs> so now they like really try to get me and my and uh my brother I'm at home bro it was a moment in time that summer at my house where no one would speak to me really they were, like, <laughs> they were like bro everyone wanted me to go play at Holy Angels and I was like bro I'm this close to going to play with my one of my my buddies man mm-hmm. we about to go do this like mm-hmm. no one's gonna beat us I'm thinking in my head no one's gonna be if I go to Hopkins no one is beating us like we're going undefeated winning championship that's how I'm thinking I played with them in the summer for two game three games. Smacked everybody. <laughs> All the top teams, we was just beating them. So I was like, man, nobody going to beat us. So then a week go by, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, bro, like, what's going to be my life? When I look back on this two, three years from now, what's going to be the best decision for me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, screw it. I don't even care anymore. I don't care what it is. I'm just going with my brother. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. every team I've ever been on, my brother has been successful. Every team. So I was like, screw it. And this team, kid you not, the year before was like, I think it was a six-win, five-win team maybe. Oh, okay. So they were tra- they were trash, and I was like, bro, I don't know how it's gonna work. So I transferred over there, my senior year, completely different. Left all my homies at the burn mm-hmm. that I grew up with for three years, which is hard, you know what I'm saying? And I-, I did that year. We had a great year. We had a great team. I still got buddies on that team that is gonna be my buddies for life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we made it to state tournament. You know, we lost the first round, but. I'm just like the fact that I went there and I did a whole school year of that with a harder academics and I was in room where sometimes I'm the only black kid. I'm in I'm in buildings where it's like these people are wealthy, but I made relationships. I mm-hmm. adapted and I was able to, you know, learn from that. So now when I go into and these like coming here, if I were to ever be in a room, you know what I'm saying, with a bunch of wealthy black men, I'm Mm-hmm. I know how to. I know how to react to that. I'm not. It's not like a shock anymore. Because mm-hmm. when I first got there, I was shell shocked. Like, yo, I can't be on my phone in class. What do you, mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like every. It's like everyone else around me is driving a Jeep. You know what I'm saying? They're driving mm-hmm. some crazy to school Tesla. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, at the time, I was like, bro, what? Like, mm-hmm. what are y'all? You know what I mean? But it's like I said, they just explained to me how it was passed down. So now it's like I can have that conversation where I can connect. A kid who grew up over South Minneapolis knew nothing about, you know, financial, you know, help. Mm-hmm. And I can connect him with the guy that I went to high school with my senior year and just be like, yo, this guy can kind of help you. Mm-hmm. And he can explain it to you how this works. You know what I mean? I'm a guy that I can, I can, you know, sit 
with my buddies that knew nothing about like <laughs> knew nothing about like how to sustain like wealth mm-hmm. and i can sit with them talk to them about that and then go back over to the group of people that i just learned it from and be like yo what's good like we boys mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i, feel I, can, that. Do, I can do two things and i think that's great I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. But that was where I went. I went there, and then my senior, my freshman year of college, I was in Iowa, Iowa Southwestern, played basketball there, and then uh, transferred back over here, play football. I was like, man, I want to play football. I didn't know which one I wanted to do out of high school. Oh, okay. I thought it was basketball, and I, I and I stuck. You know what I mean? But then I was like, man. I kind of like this football mm-hmm. thing. So then I changed it back over here, and that's where I'm right now. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Oh, to speak on high school just a little bit more. Yeah. Wait, how is it going to school with your brother? Of- Bro, it was a lit. Really? Bro, okay. what? Hey, anyone who hear this that went to the Academy of Holy Angels year 2019, 2018, 2019, man, y'all know it was dope. We had really? a school bro. It was lit. Just because that's my brother. He was always with us. Like, he was always with the seniors as a freshman. He was always, like, type of dude. Like, he was always up there with us. So, it mm-hmm. was fun, man. And just playing with him was just, like, it's, like, it's so it's so natural, bro. If you see us play, you know. It's, like, I know where yeah. he's at every single time. I know I can, without even look, I know where he's at on the court. He knows where I'm at. He knows what I'm going to do before. And we changed that, and it kind of made it a, it made people want to, you know, People have a different. I think at that school, it made people have a different outlook on black people, cause we came in dope, like without mm-hmm. keeping our same swag. We didn't, you know, we didn't like change. Because, you know, I didn't walk in there like, hi, I'm Charles from corporate America. Mm-hmm. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm still yeah. the same CJ from Lawrenceburg. Yeah, so it yeah. was like I walked in there and I was like, I'm gonna just be myself, like I said, and just adapt to whatever comes, but still be myself. And then. Uh, he was always with me in the hallways. It was just dope because my mom didn't have to, like, you know, she wouldn't, because if I went to Hopkins, she would have to drop you there. and then drop over there. Yeah, so it was like, ah. But everything was together. I was always with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was cool. That does give your parents a peace of mind when yeah. your big bro was right there with yeah. them. Yeah, and that helped him, too, I think. Just watch me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that helped him a little bit. Just have somebody, because I had that. But my sister, you know how it's a little different. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. On God, on God, on God. See, ah, that is one thing that I do uh, miss about uh, high school or that I I regret not getting is the chance to play with my little brother, right? Yeah. That <laughs> shit, oh, my God. Bro, you would aid anyone who's done that, bro, you know that. That sh- it's crazy. Lit, it's lit, bro. Bro, I remember playing a team, and it was like, bro, Every time we try to stop you, your brother just scores. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're right. Yeah, that is that is the point. <laughs> the point. That is the point I it's see. Here. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> like I wish I still to this day to my parents, like I wish y'all had one more. Oh God. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh God. If y'all had one more, it would have been crazy. That is one of the things. That is one of the things. My like so you know. Every time there's another kid below, <laughs> that kid is just better, better. than everybody that came before it. <laughs> hey, I've never, hey, look, hey, look, this is the first time on the record with this. <laughs> I'm never going to say my brother is better than me at a sport. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, hey, there's a lot more talented than I was. Than I was As a f- <laughs> bro, he's a, f- yeah, yeah, he that's was a fucking he was a ridiculous. Playing with us, like, it was so, comp- bro, he was, I think he led us in scoring. <laughs> 
But like, <laughs> I think he might have been the first or second in our team in scoring. And I was just like, bro, this is crazy. Like, there were some games where he just, and you know when you're a freshman, you don't really care mm-hmm. about the out. Like, we were senior year. We're like, man, this is important. Mm-hmm. He kind of had that screw it mentality. Like, a, I'm going to shoot the ball. Shoot you know I'm going to shoot it again. <laughs> our game here my senior year against Benelte Margaret, he had mm-hmm. like 30. And it was like, we and that was and we were we were trying to keep our undefeated streak going, so it was like a tough uh, game because Benel the rivalry with Holy Angels, and we kind of fell into that trap, and they beat us, you know, football season earlier. Mm-hmm. So we go into that game, and M's just like went through the game like yo, and he was able to lock in. He was like, bro, we're not losing this game. Before we was like, bro, we're not losing this game. I was like, all right. You know, I'm like, I'm still trying to be awesome. like this. Is it, show, know? show me this. He's shit. Like, show me, yeah. So <laughs> the game, bro. I think I got the film off. It was crazy. So they they were up, you know, and M was just like, bro. Every time they score, we come down to score. But M was just scoring it for every time for us. Mm-hmm. And it was like, bro, I don't know what's gonna happen. So before the half, we were down, I think like seven points, and he hit like three back to back to back threes, like in transition. That's fucking ridiculous. And I was like. Bro, what? And he just told me at halftime. He said, "Bro, fuck did I say? Yeah, what did I game. say?" <laughs> so, so we get this, and our whole team just rallied around that. As a freshman, he kind of had that, like, bro, just play loose and free mentality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it helped us, and we won that game. I think we won by like two or three. He had the game winning steal. Like, <laughs> it was like he, he had that mentality at a young age. Like, bro, I'm we we not you know we not with that. We go play. Oh God! Oh God! Oh so God! It's always fun playing with your brother, mm-hmm. man. Anyone who's ever had a chance to play with their their brother, mm-hmm. they know what mm-hmm. that is, man. Yeah, on God, on God. Speaking of basketball, who's yeah. the hardest person you've ever had to pick up? Ever? Yeah, oh. you had it guarded, went one-on-one against, all of that. Oh. One-on-one, my dog, Ty Terry. Okay, That's yeah. good friends, man, and Ty noticed. Man. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. Any time I'd watch him play, I always thought he was ass, bro. <laughs> Deep in my heart, like, he's you not know good, it. bro. He's crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> bro, Ty sucked us, man. Okay, so, like, Ty, I was, I was always good. You know, I was friends with him. We used to snap and all mm-hmm. that. And um, so we're playing. Uh, this is the first time we are like, just me and him working out. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if Ty, Ty got to remember this. So we're playing, I think it was at Pearl or something. Mm-hmm. Just me and him, Pearl Park, South Minneapolis. And he's, we're just shooting around, and he's like, bro, let's get some competition going. So we're like, all right, babe. I'm like, t- I'm with it, too, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm Fuck so I'm like, it, man, yeah. I'm trying to bake Yeah. I was, you couldn't tell me I was small. I told you. <laughs> so that's what helped both of us. He was skinny, and I was shorter, but I never knew I was shorter. And he was just like, I'm used to this. Mm-hmm. So we were like, man, let's play one-on-one. First game of me and Ty Terry playing one on one, bro. I immediately was just trying to bully him, like try to get strong. <laughs> and he was just like stand. He was his arms were long, and he felt like he was so used to people trying to do that mm-hmm. that like he would occasionally get blocks here or like he cut me off and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, bro, this guy is he's tough, and I thought he was. <laughs> so I'm just like the game's going. He's I was probably it was back and forth, you know. And then he had this mode in him where he was like. All right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right, y'all. And that was the first time we went back at it, and after that, he beat me once. I got him once, and then we played the third game, and he got me. And I was like, damn, that was tough. But we were so drained, and I was like, but after I was like, let's fucking do it again. Like, we both were like, that's what I want. I needed that. Mm-hmm, I needed mm-hmm. somebody to push me, and he helped me so much, man. And Ty's that one of those dudes, bro. Once he gets it, he's so smart, bro. Once he gets it, he gets it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what made him me super close and 
uh, me, I was, I'm a good defender, but me guarding him made me even better. And mm-hmm. I think it made him better mm-hmm. trying to score on me because it was like nothing was sweet. Nothing, everything he had was tough. Mm-hmm. All he tough had, buckets like, on God on God. And he, and he always had that little mid-range in his game where it was like so quick, go left and stop on a dime, pull up. You know what I mean? He always had to jump. On God, on God, on God. And, and he's he's probably the toughest I've had to go. I've always wanted to play against, like, you know, pros. I always wanted to play against Tyus. Mm-hmm, you know, I wanted to play against, you know, growing up. I played against Ray Kinley one time in the open gym, right? But it wasn't like I was Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My freshman year, I went to Champlain Park. Mm. And we were, it was like one of those, like, um... If you're going to play for the season, come, shoot, yeah. da, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. So they were running fives, and it was this one dude, uh, Bennett Otto. He pulled up. Bennett's nice. Guys. Tough. That nice. tough. Yeah, yeah. Automatic for a reason. <laughs> yeah. But beyond, <laughs> beyond the point, beyond the yeah. point, we were running fives. We were running yeah. fives. And then Ken comes to plays with, like, he was like, he picked up, like, five just random motherfuckers. <laughs> he damn near just faster than everybody more technical than everybody. <laughs> I said, wow. Yeah, no, he's different wow. than all he's of us. Red, yeah, ridiculously, yeah. ridiculously. Man. But um, in a game, I'll say probably the toughest person I had to pick up, uh, David Roddy. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude, yeah. We... D-Rod, bro, for everyone that doesn't know who David Roddy is, man. <laughs> D-Rod been the same size since eighth grade. Bro. Colorado State right now killing my homeboy went to fucking, like, middle school so he could attest to that. This dude, D-Rod, bro, David, I hope you hear this. Hey, D-Rod, when you hear this, man, I don't know what your dad was feeding you, bro. This man in eighth grade was, like, our LeBron. Just, he was coming down, the, like, and he could shoot, dribble. I'm like, bro, what is going on? Bro, this man is crazy. Bro, see, my coach is an asshole. He, the, the way he used me, he was, all right, Go guard him and get rebounds, and don't you dare shoot. That's the way. Don't he look at the rim. Oh, God. For what? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Bro, bro. I tried guarding him, bro. He after three crazy. minutes, after three minutes, my coach, all right, just come take a seat. Take a seat. Come take a seat. Come take a seat. Come take a seat. He goes, bro goes for 28, 20, <laughs> and 15. <laughs> yeah, bro, no. yeah. He was different. Uh, yeah, I ain't even guarded for real, He's yeah. but <laughs> hey, anybody who's a D-Rod, man, that was a man child. Oh, God. He was a man child, Joe. Oh, God, oh, God. You know what's crazy? I played against uh, Chet at this Ben Coleman camp. And I was younger. Why are you like, guarding Chet? No, think about it. I was playing him. It was three on three. This is what I told you. You couldn't tell me I was little. You couldn't tell me I was little. You couldn't, bro. I didn't believe you. If you don't know who Chet is, he's 7'3". Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's seven, top, top three. Definitely. So this is like, I think, seventh grade. It might have been sixth or seventh grade. And mm-hmm. we're playing at this Ben Coleman camp. And... The camp was all about staying ready, and you know, just because we had uh, Devin George come in and talk to us, a guy who went to Augsburg and then made it to the Lakers. Long story. Anyway, so we at the camp. Chet was with the guards. At the time, he wasn't what he is now. You know what I mean? He could shoot the ball, but he wasn't, you know. As aggressively, yeah, yeah, yeah so I'm I him. Like, yeah. So I put, at first I just put my wing on him. Like, man, we chilling. 
go over there, guard him. That's getting, you know, good buckets. I'm getting hotter and hotter. I'm mad. Like, bro. <laughs> guard him. Bro, what are you doing? So I'm like, bro, hey. I'm going to go guard him, bro. I'll do it I'm myself. Go guard, bro. Game, I'm going to do it because we can't lose this because, you know, the winner get a prize, all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man. And I'm a grown-ass man. I'm I'll be dead if I, I lose, bro. Push yeah. Oh, God. He was like, he would just catch it. He was a guard, bro. He would just catch it. He'd just do some weird, like, spin move. Yeah, just, and nah. he'd go in. Yeah. And yeah. I'd be like, bro, okay. Like, you're good, but you're not anything crazy. And then he'd always be like, man, I'm about to go play with Jalen Suggs. And, I'm about to go do this and do yeah, that. I'm about to go do this. And I was like, okay, Chet, we'll see. But throughout that camp, him and I got close just because uh, – we were competitive. He knew mm. I was competitive. He tried to win the one-on-ones all the time. His dad was always in the gym watching him, and he always had guard skills, bro. Chet's always someone. That's why it's like I always root for you for from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is one pe- thing. Yeah, the people that the people that I know that, that put that work in and actually grew. Because I feel like for him sometimes it might have been humiliating. You know, everyone looks at him. You're like you're the tallest on the court. You're weak. Mm-hmm. You're you can't boast you nobody can't up. Boast yada, yada yada yada. He's still, he he's tough. Man. Mm-hmm. Don't get skinny with tough. Same thing with my guys. Hi Terry, skinny mm-hmm. but tough. <laughs> Come as see nails. me, yeah. Tough as nails, man. Mm-hmm. You can't get that mixed up. I think that's why I have so much respect for him. And Minnesota Hoopers is the one thing, man. They got we we got some we got some Hoopers. Man. Bro, I'm I always say this. We're better than Chicago, bro. We're better I, than I as as a whole. Minneapolis is better than Chicago. I so. From top to bottom, and if you talk about women's basketball, we already know. That Don't we have MJ? We have the <laughs> Don't we, we have literally the have MJ? <laughs> we have the greatest to ever touch a basketball. Well, okay, I can't say that until she killed the WNBA yet, but she's on that path. It's and looking like knows, it. It's, everyone knows it's, who, it's, who it is. It's looking like it. I like Diana, Diana Taurasi and Maya Moore and. You know, I like all of but them. It's, but it's, it's looking, but it's... Looking like <laughs> WNBA basketball. Oh, from, God. From Minnesota, so... Oh, God, oh, yeah, God. It's, it's looking good. Paige, if you somehow hear this, get on the show. Paige, Come I'm going to stop her. I'm going to try to act Word? it. Word? Oh, I try, bet. I'm no, 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 no. I can hit Paige up in a minute, but... We'll try to get, you know what? I'm going to try to get her to tune in. But I'm going to tell her, even if you don't want to listen to the whole podcast, give it to this part. <laughs> <laughs> So we can, so you can understand that we we paid, we gave you the flowers. On God, on God, we paid on, our respect. God on God, on God, on God. We paid our dues. Ah, uh, we're coming to the end of the show. Whoop! Yeah. This is all. What's one of my favorite parts? Um, yeah. Wish I had a sensor, and where the guest goes and says advice he wish someone gave him. Mm. Advice I wish someone would have gave me. Oh. I wish someone would have told me, like, don't look at social media as a youngin. Just focus on the main thing. Okay. What do you Just mean keep, by that? keep the main thing the main thing as an athlete, as anything I'm doing. So, like, when I was younger, I would always, like, man, I'm putting in this work, and I look at somebody's rankings, and I'd just be like... Man, that's I'm better than that. And, and, and I was always on Snapchat, and I would always look on Instagram and look on you know Twitter and mm-hmm. try to figure out like who they have here, who they have here. And mm-hmm. instead of me think, thinking I'm you know I'm underrated, I still just put my head down like man, just keep the main thing, the main thing. All mm-hmm. that stuff is out there for a reason, but all that stuff isn't. They can't come on the court. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? All that stuff is just it's social media. It's not. 
when you're when at the end of the day when you list your shoes up, that social media stuff is to the side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can be ranked number one. That doesn't mean anything. If you you better up. beat me you then. Beat me. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And I think I paid too much attention into that. And I think to a degree, I took so much time and effort and energy looking into that that I wasn't as focused on the main thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. You never reached your full potential because of it, because huh? Because of that, I okay. let that affect my my mental, and I think I could have been. I, I still, you know, I'm still playing, but I wish I could have been, you know, better. I mm-hmm. think I, I think I could have been better if I if I limited distractions, and just focused, I would have been better. But also, man, I wish I was someone would have told me to come along and be like, have fun. Mm, okay. Okay. Enjoy it, because I was always so serious about it, man. I told you I let that competitive side of me as a kid. Get out every tournament we went to for AAU. It was like, we don't win at all, man. Why am I here, bro? <laughs> I'm in Omaha for no, no reason, reason now, bro. What the fuck? You know, but, <laughs> you know. As I got older, I matured, and I understand that you can't win them all. As much that. as you want to, bro, you can't. And I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. You just gotta go with it. Enjoy it. You know, work as hard as possible, but enjoy that process. Mm-hmm. 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 And I think if everyone does that, everyone will be fine. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. All right, y'all. I'd like to say thank y'all if you've made it this far. Make sure you leave a <laughs> like, comments. Go check out bro's page. He got yeah. something coming up. I got a podcast. Hey, to my podcast crew, man, when y'all hear this, <laughs> we got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> we got some work to do, man, because we should have dropped our episodes, man. We got a couple episodes we're supposed to drop, man. And we in, you know, we don't got the setup like Dojo. <laughs> we need to get that set up, man. Dojo be dropping every other week. Every week. <laughs> we ain't dropped one yet. Yeah. We got to get the setup right, man. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Shout out to Dojo, man. Appreciate it. Oh, God. You. All right, my boy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, y'all. We out here. <laughs>